0: Good afternoon everyone and welcome back to We'll Make It from Small Space Makes. I'm Joel, the chief making officer of Small Space Makes. And today is day 5 of officially recording the podcast. This is episode 4 and today we are talking all about skills. Yay. <laughs> so the the whole uh, uh the whole group of episodes from this week has all been dedicated to how we can take the amount of time that we have now and turn it into something that we can create and something that we can make. So these episodes have kind of been the lead up to something that we'll start talking about next week, that is some of the projects that we can start to think about and some of the ways that we begin to tackle those Um, specifically I will be going through the project that I'm going to be starting for the, the YouTube video that is going to partner up with it which is the Hollow Vase project which I keep talking about briefly in these podcasts but this is going to be the start of that whole little process and I hope that everyone will be able to enjoy following along with that little project. I'm looking forward to bringing that to you all and sharing it with you. Uh, So that's going to be a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for those in future episodes of the podcast. So unlike yesterday, today we do have a quote of the day. Today's quote of the day is, A fortune cookie is a good idea. If the message is positive, it can make your day a little better. And that was said by Yao Ming. I think there's uh, an element of these podcasts that bring that little bit of positivity like that fortune cookie in this scenario. So your little bit of positivity keeps your day positive, And just think and reflect take five minutes to yourself and reflect on all the positive things that are happening there's so so much negativity out there and just taking five minutes to yourself and really allowing yourself to recalibrate will help you push through all this negativity in the world so let's start with skill developing what i mean by skill development is what are the skills that you are looking to build right so the best way of approaching this is what skills are you looking to build writing those out and what skills do you need to learn in order to accomplish a particular project so the example that i'd like to use to talk through this episode is one that i've had this skill for a little while um, but i think it's important and an important skill especially for a, a someone who does a lot of diy projects a lot of 3d printing that so going back to soldering as that, that key skill. So let's break that skill down. So what are the barriers in order to accomplish this particular skill? What are some of the skills that we need to learn to do soldering well? And what are the tools that we need? And what kind of things can we do to practice those skills? So by breaking that down, I think we can analyze each of those and kind of go through some tips and techniques and some resources to help us build on those skills. So let's talk about the barriers. So number one barrier is if you've never done it before, how do you know you're getting the right equipment? How do you know you're using the right soldering iron? How do you know you're using the right tip? How do you know you're using the right solder itself? There's many different varieties of solder out there. And what are you using this skill for? If it's something as simple as, you know, replacing two ends of a wire that are broken, uh, then you don't need to be particularly good at it. But if you're doing something as fine as a printed circuit board, which is drilled out for specific components, then you need to be a little bit more delicate with something like that. You know, the types of circuit boards out there kind of range in size and complexity. So it could be something simple that you're learning on, like a breadboard, or something as complicated as a fully integrated circuit board that you're soldering little teeny tiny components into. So having that understanding of the basics of soldering allows you to get to the end point where you can do those really complex integrated circuits. So let's talk through the uh, skill acquisition uh, by kind of using an analogy uh, that I came up with and that's think of your skill as building a Lego tower, right? You're not necessarily gonna start your skill right in the middle of the tower because there's nothing to build off of, right? You're just gonna be building in midair and that's not gonna get you anywhere. You want to have that foundation and start from the base and build that really strong foundation in order to build the Lego tower as tall as you want it to be. So let's think about some of the basics of those skills. So that starts off with as something as simple as the tools that you need. And to start with, you don't need to go crazy expensive, right? And that goes for anything. Like if we're even talking about wood shop right and you need to cut a piece of wood to a particular size all you need is a tape measure a pencil and at the very least a hacksaw and you can get the wood to the size that you want but it's going to cost you more time right we're going back to that time analogy time costing money or time costing you from your hobby so let's kind of think about the fact that In order to achieve a particular skill, you need to have the tools and resources in order to get something completed. So for the soldering analogy, we would just need a basic soldering iron, right? And very basic tin-based solder, which heats at a lower temperature, that allows you to quickly solder things back together. Uh, and now let's think about some of the other things that kind of go along with that, right? So I have a full soldering station with uh, the, it. I can adjust the temperature, I can change the tips out, that sort of thing. So that was something like once I established the basic skills with a basic soldering iron, I upgraded that equipment to something a little bit more professional so I can do some more of those things. And You have to learn the process in order to upgrade to something a bit more advanced. So don't go expensive on the first thing that you're doing. You know, same goes for a guitar. Are you going to drop $1,000 on the most expensive Les Paul guitar that you can find? Or are you going to spend $100, $110, $15 on an inexpensive Fender so that you can learn chord progressions, etc., right? So I think... Starting off with your bare basic tools to get you by, to understand the fundamentals of that skill, is where you need to start off. Practice makes perfect. The more time you invest in getting better at a particular skill, the better you will be at it. Same goes for guitar, same goes for soccer, same go- Like, there's many things that fall into that practice makes perfect, Right? We all hear it from our parents. The more you put time into something, the better you will be at it. And by investing that time early on, you can get better at it. And now for the soldering analogy, right? What are we gonna do to get better at soldering? We'll take a breadboard and we'll just sit there and solder wires. Or if we are practicing guitar, we'll just practice chord progressions. If we're learning something on the computer, just going to sit and learn and dive into it um, if you are using a computer program oh and that's the thing that you've selected that you want to learn i'm going to use uh, an example blender blender is a tool that is free to download you can do 3d modeling and professional animation stuff in this free software it's pretty amazing but it's all big piece of software. There's a lot of little nitty gritty things. So learning the basics, learning the foundations, and even as finite as learning the keyboard shortcuts so that you can get better at quickly assigning your keys, quickly assigning your keystrokes, getting more refined in your process, I think is a great first step in learning and getting better at that particular skill. And the final recommendation that I have for skill acquisition is making a plan. Deconstruct the skill, right? So in order to solder, at the very basics, you need a soldering iron. You need solder itself. And you need something to solder. It like You need two pieces of wire to solder, right? So that is the fundamentals in order to be able to do that particular skill. How do I do that? Well, I purchase solder, I purchase solder and iron, I get two pieces of wire, and I just sit there, and I learn how the metal flows in through one wire through the heat process and joins the two together, and I'll pull it apart, or try and pull it apart, and if it doesn't come apart, then I've done a good, a good job, right? as you develop that skill maybe you learn to do the quote nasa soldering of the two wires where you thread the two interlock twist and then braid another piece of wire through it and then solder that whole thing together and then you shrink tube that that's more advanced right so you by deconstructing that skill and understanding what your foundations are you can develop and practice those little pieces so that by say 10, 15 hours of practicing, you can become a master of that particular skill. So break down, not just the skill itself, but also understand what you already know. What your foundation of knowledge is already is a great asset and you should utilize that when you're developing and thinking about and breaking down that skill. So the last thing that I wanna uh, offer some advice with is using your resources. Now is a great time to use your resources and find things online that you can use to help better yourself. YouTube. The platform that we're on for the video side of this podcast is a great resource, a really fantastic resource. It's free. You can find fellow makers or find people on YouTube who do some really great stuff that will enable you to get through all of the basics, right, of what you're trying to do. It's very simple find your resources through local community groups or Facebook. So you can jump on Facebook, you can find fellow makers, you can join a maker community, even through something like Discord, you can find people. I've joined uh, the Evan and Caitlin Discord chat, for example, as a place to share with fellow makers and, It's a great place that we can all kind of bounce ideas off of each other and feed off of each other. And if someone has a question, we can jump on a quick voice chat or something like that. Really makes it quick and easy for us to all collaborate. Analyze and imitate. Look at other people. And it it sounds terrible, but you should really think about copycatting, right? So a really good example of this is... For the hobby stuff that I do for radio control and specifically on the drone side, the copycatting, the way I mean it, is say, for example, you want to learn how to build a drone from the ground up, right? So that's getting your motors, getting a frame, getting a flight control board, getting a receiver, getting a radio and putting that all together and not necessarily doing it from a kit, but you can follow particular YouTubers A shout out here specifically to Joshua Bardwell's YouTube channel. Uh, I'll have a link in the description for him. And you can learn how to assemble a drone based on particular components. And by imitating what he's doing, you can learn the foundations of the skill. And then from there, you can develop your own skills and build new drones from different components following the same methodology that you learned from just imitating. Same with a guitar. If you learn a riff from one of your favorite songs, things like that. That—that's what I mean more by imitation. There are great, great resources out there other than YouTube that do are paid softwares, but again, you can utilize them to develop and share new skills. Uh, Skillshare is one of them. The Great Courses Plus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So a really great way of finding all of those resources local maker spaces is another great one again not necessarily in the time that we're in but when everything reopens a makerspace or finding a local makerspace is a great way of finding bigger tools learning those bigger tools especially if you want to do woodworking and things like that it's a great place to do it your local libraries many of them have either 3d printers or uh, classes where you can learn 3d printing or other other things like that And even other artisans in your area, you know, if you have someone who does clay making or things like that, you can go to their shop, maybe apprentice with them or learn if that's something that you want to do. If you don't necessarily have like the space like we do to be able to do uh, things like pottery, for example. Well, guys, I think that wraps up everything that I wanted to talk to you guys today about skills. I hope that was helpful to a a lot of you, and I really hope that you are able to find a skill. Um, So rather than a question of the day, I want to go ahead and highlight a comment that we had from a previous video. So this is a comment from It Took Four Hours, and this is from harville makes and harville makes is a great youtuber he's another diy maker um and he has been so kind as to give us a shout out on his most recent video as well so go ahead check out i'm gonna leave the card right up here uh that you can find his uh youtube channel and go ahead and give him a look i would really appreciate it he said uh in reference to um remember when i was talking about uh on episode two specifically with uh, finding your efficiencies. He said, you absolutely nailed it. My first video took me two full evenings of editing. Fast forward 19 videos and I can pump them out in a couple of hours. Now that's all about quality over quickness and the quality is improving exponentially. I'm using iMovie now and will graduate to a more pro program down the line. And I think that again, that kind of ties in directly with what we're talking about here in terms of utilizing the resources that you have. iMovie is a great free resource on Mac that gives you quick, easy editing. Um, VSDC, which is what I'm using to edit these podcasts, is another free, quick, easy tool that is available for both Mac and Windows that gives you the ability to quickly learn those efficiencies and get something out there, uh, which is fantastic. So, makes. I'm very glad that you were able to find some really good insight in that. Uh, video. I'd love to hear some more feedback from from any other previous episodes. So if you have any questions or anything like that from previous videos, go ahead and leave them in the description and we will answer them next week. So as I mentioned previously, we're going to go ahead and do the highlights on a Friday from previous comments and I'll collect the questions of the day throughout the week. Uh, something new I want to share today uh, that we've really been enjoying is Animal Crossing at New Horizons. It's really relaxed, fun, goofy game that you are a character who's been stranded on a desert island and you basically build and establish a town on this island, which is really fun. Really enjoying it so far. Uh, it's kind of goofy, kind of tongue-in-cheek with some of the things that you do, but it's great. Um... And finally, uh, creating something new, I kind of want to give a shout out to one of my favorite uh, YouTubers, Jared Polin, who is Photo on YouTube. He does a fantastic job of providing resources to get better at photography. Uh, I am a proud owner of a DSLR, and I love photography. I do photography kind of as a side gig as well. But He just put out a really fantastic video, in fact, like nine minutes ago, so really recently, of one of his older um, tutorials on how to get better video editing. So I'm going to go ahead and leave that in the description and a card for that right here. And if you guys could go ahead and give him a follow, I would really greatly appreciate it. You guys, I cannot believe we have been podcasting for a full week now. I'm sorry that this one is just a little bit longer, but I think there was some really important stuff to go through. On Monday's episode, we're going to start talking about hollow vases, as well as going through some of the um, stuff that we're going to do on Twitch to kind of go along with that, opening up Fusion 360 and what Fusion 360 is as a tool that you can use for 3D printing and for making in general. Even if you don't necessarily have a 3D printer, we'll go through some ways that you can get around that. Um, But I kind of just want to leave it here. You guys have been fantastic and thank you so much for following. You know, I would greatly appreciate if you have gotten this far, go ahead and leave a like on this video. And if you could, I would greatly appreciate your subscription. So if you could subscribe, that would be fantastic. And once again, thank you for helping me spread the message of positivity. Together, we'll make it. I'm Joel. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you again on Monday. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast. And if you liked it, I'd really appreciate it if you dropped a like right here. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and consider subscribing right here. Oh, and also YouTube thinks that you might enjoy our playlist, which is going to be listed right here. Thank you guys so much again for listening to We'll Make It, a podcast from Small Space Makes. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. We'll Make It is a production of Small Space Makes. Copyright Small Space Makes 2020.